Hey, hey, what's up? It's the Zisu back again, and this is NBA check-in with the Zisu. Hey, everyone, it's time for the trade deadline NBA check-in special. Also going to cover a little bit about the NBA All-Star game, uh, who's playing. Uh, t- turns out, uh, just as I recorded this, uh, Giannis and LeBron uh, made the picks for their team, so we'll get into that. But we got to kick it off with the trade deadline, especially because it involves uh, a couple of big trades uh, for my team, the Warriors. Uh, maybe the trade of trade deadline was the uh, Warriors sending D'Angelo Russell as well as uh, Jacob Evans and Amario Spellman to the Timberwolves. And the Warriors get back Andrew Wiggins and a 2021 top three protected first round pick and a 2021 second round pick. So, yeah, um... I mean, it is what it is. Uh, For me, I kind of wish we would have held on to D'Angelo Russell. I was hoping they wouldn't make this trade. Uh, At the very least, at least, you know, see what's there this summer. If not, I I, honestly, I would have loved to see how it would have worked with him and Steph and Clay and all on the floor. We got a little bit of Steph and D'Lo to start the season, but not very long before Steph went out, so... Yeah, um, that being said, uh, Andrew Wiggins, former number one pick overall, he's never really lived up to the hype, but now I'm wondering, maybe is this a good chance for him to resurrect his career, especially without the pressure on him? He's coming to this warrior system that's known, you know, for developing players and teamwork, and maybe this is uh, a great place for him to really thrive in that uh, 3-4 role instead of the 1-2 role that he was looked to provide in Minnesota. So um, he'll definitely be counted on for scoring as we wind down uh, this season, this current season. I mean, that's obviously what uh, we pretty much gave away three of our biggest scorers in D'Angelo Russell and then uh, I'll talk a, a minute about the next one. Uh, but yeah, we got rid of Alex Burks and Glenn Robinson the third too. So, you know, <laughs> as far as the rest of the season, it's uh, going to be on Wiggins to uh, probably put up some real big numbers if we're going to contend in any games coming down the stretch. But that being said, you know, we're pretty much locked in, uh, headed towards uh, the best odds in the, in the draft, which... Uh, May not get us that number one pick, but I think it can almost guarantee you a top three pick, which uh, should be interesting. And it'll also be interesting to see if the Warriors plan to hold that or move Wiggins plus picks to flop, you know, flip again. But that being said, uh, I I feel like D'Angelo Russell was a lot more valuable of a piece. You could have flipped him and the pick going forward into something a whole lot better, so... I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, it could work out, but uh, I mean, right now it is what it is. But that uh, definitely is the biggest move of the trade deadline. The other one uh, that involved the Warriors was, as I mentioned, the Glenn Robinson the third and Alec Burks go to the 76ers. Uh, we got three second round picks for them. So 
Uh, sad to see them go, but they are on one-year deals, and I hear already the rumor is that uh, Glenn Robinson III could be back next year. Uh, I guess he really got along with the uh, Warriors coaching staff. Uh, personally, I would like to see Burks back. He's the guy that really stood out to me this season. Maybe even, honestly, even more than, than D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell would put up the numbers, but so would Burks. And he was also very efficient. Uh, I would have loved to see him as a rotation player for the Warriors. But uh, as of right now, uh, I mean... Good for them this season. They go to a winning situation, a contending team out east in the 76ers, and it's just what the 76ers needed. If uh, you've been listening to me on check-in since the start of the season, you know how much I liked the 76ers coming out of the east, and this is exactly what they needed here at the trade deadline was a couple shooters, and they got it. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what it can do for them. So... uh, uh, but yeah, let's move on through the rest of these deals. Uh, the next biggest one, the Clippers landing Marcus Morris in a three-team deal. The Clippers, Knicks, and Washington Wizards agreed to a three-team trade that sent Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas to the Clippers. Uh, Jerome Robinson will join the Wizards, while the Knicks will receive Mo Harkless and a 2020 first-round draft pick. So obviously it feels like the big the big uh, beneficiary of this trade is the Clippers. Uh, obviously they're in win now mode, win this year mode. And it was interesting. I watched a little bit of the jump in preparation for this pod, their trade deadline special. And before this trade went down, they were talking about that the Lakers uh, and the Clippers were in were in a battle for for Marcus Morris, not only to provide for their own team, but to block the other team from acquiring that asset. So, uh, Clippers take that here. So we'll see if uh, that helps them get it done, get done this season. Uh, the Pistons decided to move off Andre Drummond, and they didn't get much for him. They sent Drummond to the Cavs, and um, he's a two-time All-Star, but has an opt-out in his contract for next season. The Pistons had been shopping him, believing that he would become a free agent and they would lose him. Sources say they get John Henson, Brandon Knight, and a second-round draft pick in 2023. Uh, the interesting thing on this was that Drummond then went on social and was, uh, he said he felt a little blindsided and that, you know, you know, a little no loyalty in, in business, but uh, obviously he loves uh, the fans he's leaving behind in Detroit. So uh, it is kind of strange, uh, a guy like that. Uh, I, I hear a lot of people say that he's like an empty numbers kind of a guy. He can get you 20 rebounds, but so what kind of thing. But I don't know. It feels like he's definitely a little worth a little more than that. But I guess if they couldn't find anything, then I guess something is better than nothing. John Henson, Brandon Knight, second round draft pick. So... Uh, one trade that was made last night, it was a big trade going into today's trade deadline, was uh, Andre Iguodala, former Warrior, who we traded to the Grizzlies. Uh, he never played a minute for the Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies send him to Miami. 
the Heat agreed to trade Dion Waiters, Justice Winslow, and James Johnson to the Memphis Grizzlies for Andre Gudala, Solomon Hill, and Jay Crowder. The Minnesota Timberwolves later joined the deal, acquiring Johnson from the Grizzlies in exchange for center uh, Gorgie Jang. Um, and along with the trade, Iguodala agreed to a two-year, 30-year, a $30 million extension with Miami. So uh, shout out to Andre. Uh, good job getting that, uh, getting paid, especially at this uh, point in his career. Uh, 30 mil extension. Wow. <laughs> I'm really surprised they did that. But uh, that being said, uh, he may be just what they need to be a surprise contender out East. They've been doing already great. And now you bring in this guy who's uh, a known champion, a known finals MVP 2015 with the Warriors, our first championship. So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. And considering, you know, he hasn't played all season, uh, perfect. He gets to come back for a few games, tune up for the playoffs, and then, you know, do what he does. His specialty is, is playoff runs. So, uh, interesting. Uh, next one, Clint Capella to Atlanta in a four-team, 12-player mega deal. This was also done um, Tuesday night. The Rockets acquired Robert Covington and traded Clint Capella to the Hawks. Uh, One of the most expansive trades in 20 years saw the Timberwolves acquire two first-round picks, including Houston's 2020 pick, which they moved to Denver for guard Malik Beasley and forward Juan Hernan Gomez. So... Uh, lots going on there, but obviously the big pieces are uh, Covington and uh, Covington going to the Rockets and Capella to the Hawks is the big part here. Um, and then pretty much from there, we got a lot of uh, small trades. Uh, 76ers traded James Ennis to the Magic for a second round pick. The Hawks acquired Scal Labissier in a deal with the Blazers. Rockets swapped Jordan Bell, uh, old ex-warrior, for Grizzlies' Bruno Caboclo. Clippers deal Derek Walton Jr. and get cash from the Hawks. Grizzlies send James Johnson to the Wolves for Gorgie Dang. Mentioned that earlier. Uh, Kings acquire... Jabari Parker and Alex Len and swap for uh, Dwayne Dedman goes back to the Hawks. That's kind of funny because that's where he was before. And Nuggets flip recently added Shabazz Napier to the Wizards. So that's a list of the trades. So it's interesting in the end, especially considering I'm a Warriors fan, that the big deal of the day was Warriors-based with the uh, D'Angelo Russell to the Wolves uh, for Andrew Wiggins and a pick. So, yeah, it uh, would have been nice to see more go down, but, you know, is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm not really seeing any other trades. So, yeah, uh, on that note, I guess might as well get into a little all-star Um 
Team Giannis and Team LeBron, they just made their picks. Uh, I just have the, the teams listed in front of me, so uh, I don't really have a, a rundown of how they went in order. But uh, first off, uh, Team Giannis, obviously Giannis himself, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Kemba Walker, and Trey Young. Obviously, he took his uh, Bucks teammate, Chris Middleton. Then he got Bam Adebayo, Rudy Gobert, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Brandon Ingram, and Donovan Mitchell. Team LeBron, obviously LeBron himself. His Laker teammate, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Nikola Jokic, Jason Tatum, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, and DeMontis Sabonis. So... Uh, on paper, obviously, you know, it is an all-star game. It is an exhibition. It, it feels pretty even. The interesting thing this year is, if you haven't heard, is they've reformatted the way the all-star game is going to work. And they're going to have almost uh, a series of mini games. So uh, they're going to play the first quarter and the winner of the first quarter uh, their choice of charity wins, and then 0-0 for the second quarter, and at halftime, that the winner of the second quarter, their choice of charity, the same thing for the third, and then for the fourth quarter, they're going to take like the combined scores there, and then the leading team, the leading team score plus 24 to honor Kobe Bryant, that will be the target goal. Um, it's what's called an Elam ending. If you've ever, if you've watched uh, the basketball tournament in the summer, uh, that's how they play there. Uh, they they reach a certain point and then they set like a target score to hit. So uh, they're experimenting with that here in the All Star Game, and uh, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Uh, I know some people say like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing that?" But you know, you're looking for some way to shake it up, and I think this actually does you know help. The competitiveness, for sure, you want to win each quarter for your team. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. So uh, I did also want to mention who's in the other parts of All-Star Weekend. I got to pull it up here real quick. So the... Three-point shootout and the the dunk contest. The dunk contest, we got Derek Jones Jr., Aaron Gordon's coming back, uh, Pat Connaughton, uh, back like it's 09, Dwight Howard. Uh, So, yeah, it's a little disappointing to see Zach Levine not come back, especially with uh, Aaron Gordon back. But that being said, uh, I heard it was kind of funny on the uh, No Dunks podcast. They were talking about wouldn't it be funny and would it be actually honestly be enough to win if Aaron Gordon came out and did the same exact dunks he did in the contest where he lost to Zach Levine, the one where he like threw it under himself and, and it was like the chair dunk. And then the one with uh, 
the dragon where he was like spinning around and he grabbed the the ball from him if he did the same exact dunks wouldn't that be enough to win especially in this conduct against this competition i don't know it'd be interesting to see but uh that's my my pick i think uh i think he would definitely wants to get right it'll be interesting to see what dwight does after all these years um I don't know. We'll see about Pat Connaughton. And Derek Jones Jr. has been in before, and I know he disappointed, but, uh, you know, maybe the butterflies are gone and maybe he'll surprise. But uh, hopefully it's a good contest. Uh, and then as far as the three-point shootout, man, the thing I picked, they kind of making me figure it out. All right, we got Buddy Healed. Zach Levine wants to be a three-point shooter and not a dunker this year. Uh Devontae Graham, Joe Harris, Davis Bertans, Trey Young, Damian Lillard, and Duncan Robinson? The Heat? Okay. All right. Uh, from that, um, I'd like to see Lillard win. I could see... Trey Young winning. Uh, Joe Harris was, he has to defend his title, obviously. Uh, I think those would be, uh, those would be my top three, Lillard, Trey, and, and, and Joe Harris uh, defending his title. But uh, if I had to pick one, I, I think I'll go uh, Lillard there. So, yeah, on that note, uh, you know, the league, uh, do just a quick check in there. We might as well, uh, since we got time here, about uh, 17 minutes in the pod. Just a quick look at the standings out east. Uh, we got Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Indiana, Philly, Brooklyn, and Orlando. Uh, considering the way things went down here at the trade deadline, don't see much else happening there especially with Detroit moving off of Drummond uh, Chicago was pretty silent Let's see if they can make a move uh, against Brooklyn or Orlando for that final spot out west uh, we got the Lakers and the Clippers fighting for that number one spot with uh, Clippers getting Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas Let's see if that can uh, help them uh, make the difference this year in the West playoffs. Uh, Denver in the three seed, then Houston, Jazz, Thunder, Dallas, and Memphis. Uh, turns out uh, Oklahoma City doesn't move off of Danilo Gallinari. That was a big rumor going into the day. That was the trade most people thought was going to happen, that uh, Miami was trying to make that happen and go all in on this year to see if they could contend. Uh, but in the end, they weren't able to get that done. And uh, OKC, I mean, in the sixth spot, uh, looks like they want to keep trying to contend. But that being said, uh, there's a lot more contention out west. Uh, one more time, like I said, uh, we got the Lakers, the Clippers, Nuggets, Rockets, Jazz, Thunder, Mavs, and Grizzlies. But uh, 
Portland's obviously trying to make a move and get back in the playoffs. We got the Spurs, uh, Pelicans with the Zion, uh, then Phoenix, Sacramento, Minnesota, and Golden State. Firmly in the bottom of the league right now, 12 and 40. Uh, right there, Cleveland at uh, 13 and 39, but they just got Drummond. So uh, we'll see if that. Uh, can uh, help them and uh, if the Warriors uh, especially with all the scoring we lost uh, I don't see how we uh, don't stay in that uh, bottom spot but yeah uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, OKC Dallas and Memphis can hold on to their spots or if Portland San Antonio the Pelicans I guess technically even uh, Phoenix and Sacramento uh, can sneak in there. It's it's definitely too late for Minnesota, even though they got D'Angelo Russell uh, at 15 and in 35. There, they're definitely done. That's crazy that uh, they are 15 and 35, considering you know they had Wiggins, they had Covington. Those guys are gone now, but uh, they had their team and they still couldn't get it done. So. Yeah, that's a quick look at the league. And uh, yeah, we're only 20 minutes in, so it looks like it's going to be a quick listen today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. A quick uh, trade deadline review, a little bit of All-Star Weekend, and then a look at the league. Uh, Aiming to get these out at least weekly, if not more. If something big happens, I'll definitely be back. But otherwise... uh, Keep listening to everything we got coming with E-Society. Uh, I got another anchor right on deck. If uh, you watch The Mass Singer, Nez wants me to do a Mass Singer pod. So I'm going to watch the second episode here and then cover the first two episodes for the first pod. So that'll be out there. Uh, if you haven't heard our uh, most recent regular episode, that's up. Uh, our end of the year pods, if you hadn't heard any of those. Uh, We did a top 10 of the decade pod uh, not too long ago. That's definitely worth a listen. That's both on Anchor and the regular feed. Uh, Search uh, Skater, S-K-8-T-E-R, to find the MacNez Podcast Network and then obviously E-Society for the Anchor feed. So just want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for listening to everything we do here. Appreciate it so much. Thank you, guys. And so until next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, E-Society.